to Changing the Sales Game on webtalkradio.net. I'm your host, Connie Whitman. And you know, as always, I love that you join me every week. Now, as you listen to the show, if you do not feel my passion for the word sales that we're shifting, right? We're doing that big mindset shift from that icky, sleazy manipulation to one of love, care, and respect. That's what I'm all about. And I really hope you feel my passion to help you on your journey of change. I do have my free gift, which is my communication style assessment. Link is in the show notes. Go find it. Find out how you are perceived in the world. That is your natural superpowers. You will also get a secondary report from me showing your lowest score, which is kind of your blind spot. And that, what I think is even more magical to learn about that. So you could show up in a, just in a bigger, better way and have a tool to navigate uh, through that perspective. Again, change, changing the sales game, that word sales, no more icky sleazy. It's all about love, care, and respect. Now, today's quote or topic uh, to get you guys in the zone uh, of what we're going to discuss today, the quote is by Ron Torreson. And Ron says, PR is a mix of journalism, psychology, and lawyering. It's an ever-changing and always interpreting landscape. Now, it's it's, it's funny to me because I know how important PR is to any business. And yet for me, I feel like I don't fully understand the many outlets that exist, how to tap into those correct platforms or resources for me and my business. And lastly, how to stand out and remain relevant and not just the short game, right? We're always in this for the long game. So how do we stay relevant over the long period of time? Being an expert in sales is a far cry from understanding, let alone being a PR expert. So, of course, I'm bringing you an expert today. Um, Today, Lynette Hoy and I, we're going to speak about, um, obviously, PR stuff. Now, Lynette is the founder of Fire Talker PR. She is a fire talker. You're going to love her. And we're going to discuss how we can all start showing up to get seen and heard in the industry that we all serve. It is about going after the right media so we can reach out to our ideal client through interviews that count. But where do we begin? Lynette's going to lead us there because I am not the leader on this one. Since 1994, Lynette has practiced public relations in different capacities, including the founding of her firm, Fire Talker PR, um, 11 years ago. Now, the Fire Chief has worked with organizations like the National Institutes of Health and the American Cancer Society to put their products, services, and events on the map. In the profit sector, Lynette has turned C-suite execs into speakers and thought leaders featured in major media, including CNN, MSNBC, Inc. Magazine, Fortune Magazine, and that's just to name a few. A fiery connector and an idea generator, her work increases the bottom line. Welcome to the show, kiddo Lynette. So happy to have you. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. Always fun. Always fun hanging out with you. So let's let's talk PR, my friends. What are the three uncommon ways that we can boost visibility and profitability? What do you think? Well, I believe that it starts with those things that people just don't spend the time on and they don't think about. And one of those is an online media kit or a press kit. And next, the next one is the press room. Where do we house this beautiful thing? And where do we put all of our interviews? Where do we put our pictures, our downloadable press approved images? You know, where do we put all the things and the deals that go into a press room? And then lastly, creativity. 
we don't think about creativity when it comes to putting stories together and how that what that looks like. So it's a real it's a real mix of wonderful things that can make all the difference. Question. So the media room, I like that idea. And I do, I have a media kit. It has downloadable stuff. So it's easy peasy when I'm on someone's um, podcast. I know lately for the podcast, we do like you had filled out my form and there's disclaimers and all sorts of things. But for someone who just wants to kind of check you out, this media room that you're talking about, would that have all of the podcasts that I've been on and all of the speaking events, or do you kind of pick and choose your favorites? Cause I, I, I would imagine it would be overwhelming for anybody having to look through all of those videos. Well, the press room or media room, I like to call it press room because what it tells people that are visiting your site and they want to learn more about you, you know, how credible is this person you know, first of all, most about pages on our websites, yeah. they don't cut it. No. They're short and sweet, and they just give a flavor of who you are. And in the press room, that's where the meat and potatoes really begin to show up. So when we're talking about what you're suggesting about only having X number of podcast interviews or television interviews or radio interviews, that's true to some extent. But the whole premise behind it is credibility. So if you only put a few uh, podcasts in there and you're behind on maybe adding the other 15 or 20 or, you know, you want to have really a minimum of 20 because it really speaks volumes to your credibility. If you've been on television three or four times, five times, you want to have those in there. You want to have where people can click and watch you doing your thing. So now, no, they're not going to listen to all of them. They're going to choose the top three on the list. So you always want your the best of the best at the top three or four, but you want that list. And, and you started off with icons. So with all of our podcasts, we have the square icon, the artwork that represents the podcast. You want to showcase those because we love visuals. So if you have your top three and, you know, they're represented by the artwork, the box, the 150 by 150 or whatever it is. And then below that, you've got links. So the way you would do that is say to listen to additional interviews, you know, click below or something similar to that. And people know that, oh, my gosh, she's been interviewed on all these podcasts. So it's really a big deal. And the other thing, as you were saying that, I would think it would be a big deal for a podcast host, because if you have this page, this living, breathing page, and it's updated constantly, that it's exposure for the podcast or the show or whatever it is that you've been on, you're advertising for them every time somebody clicks in and and goes to that media page. So there is a little bit of reciprocity in there as well, I would think. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, And the place that that goes in the press room is under quick links. You know, you want to have a podcast link if you have a podcast and that goes to a different page on your website and it houses, you know, all that, you know, the lines of artwork, you know, the or because you don't always want to have just links because it's just not attractive and it yeah. doesn't show who and what and, you know, where and all of those fun things as to who's being interviewed. We're visual. So not only do you have the audio 
But on your website, you've got, you know, links to your YouTube if you're showcasing it on YouTube. And then you can also add your show notes there because you and I both know that so often on iTunes or wherever, you know, we have a, an MP3 in there, but you don't get the opportunity to have the show notes. I mean, you can have them in YouTube, but to also have them on your website, that's glorious yeah. because not everybody's going to go to YouTube for, you know, a, a podcast where they're in their minds, they're thinking audio. So this platform then becomes a multimedia resource in essence. So somebody could scan quickly through the show notes, right? Or through the transcriptions of the show. They can listen to the show if they're traveling. Um, And then the visuals are there again, I would imagine, to show the depth of your ability, your credibility, you know, how many many times you're being asked or requested to be on these different shows. Um, Again, it's it's robust. That was the word I was thinking as you were describing it. It's a very robust um, almost calling card as to the depth of who you are beyond the about us page. Absolutely. And it helps you stand out. How many speakers are out there that focus on business or focus on wellness or living a better life? I mean, there's so many, you get lost in the wash. Yeah. So if, especially if you're a coach, you really need to stand out from the rest. I mean, you're, if you have a podcast like you do, that's a big credibility factor, but there's also where have you been interviewed and right. where have you been showcased? And it gives people like a, almost a little microsite within your website where they can go and really see how extensive your expertise goes. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And I, I, I personally, I'm, or I'm an organizational freak, right? So that one page, that one link just makes it so easy for people to get a vibe of who you are. And I just want to share a story. So I've, I've actually been asked to speak at a banker's conference. Um, my corporate clients are banks and uh, for, for banks and credit unions down in Dallas, September of 2022. For those listening in the future, uh, I, so I'm speaking in September of this year and I was invited to speak and the guy didn't really know me. So I said to him, you know, I want to send you my speakers reel. So you get a vibe of who I am because there was money involved, you know, paying me or not paying me. And I was like, no, I think I want to get paid, you know? And so I sent him my, but, but he, I was a site un, unknown, right? I was referred, he invited me, but he's like, yeah, we're going to kind of test you. I sent my speakers reel. It's two, two minutes, less than two minutes. He responded, we'd happily pay for it. So that, see, that's the difference of having something queued up and organized like you're talking about versus, oh, what do I do? I'm scrambling to put something together. It matters. These little steps that you're talking about, Lynette, I think matter big time for us to show up big because we're big. We want to show up big. And I think what you're describing allows us to do that. Another question, you're mentioning visibility, right? And and depth of knowledge and expertise. Why is all of a sudden, I feel like visibility is such a, just a hot topic. Has something changed? It, what's changed is the virtual world. And so many of us are speaking virtually. We're on virtual stages. So your speaker reels got to include you being a speaker virtually. And because we're not getting on stages as much, and I, and I think this is going to come back. You're, you really need to up the ante on your visibility online because 
it just, you know, the fact that we're not on live stages and in front of hundreds of people, it really makes a big difference in terms of visibility. And here's another reason why. During 2020, there was the great resignation that began, as you recall. And it's actually still in motion. It's crazy sauce. It's crazy. So what's happened is the, well, first of all, the Small Business Administration, together with Pew Research, did uh, a great deal of outreach and found out, and hold your seat, 48% of those that were leaving their jobs were starting their own businesses. So visibility becomes an enormous piece of what's got to be part of your professional profile so that you can stand out. Now, how many of those companies are going to last five years? Well, we don't know, but we're in the midst of it now. And many of these people are coming from extreme professional backgrounds, and they're not going to mess around. They know how to jump in and make things happen. Fascinating. The world, you know, I know everybody's sick of COVID and pivoting and all of this other stuff, but here's the reality. We all had time to reset and rethink and reconfigure not only our personal lives, but our professional lives. And that's why that number, as staggering as it sounds, I'm not really surprised because I think people all of a sudden thought, wait a minute, I could work remotely or wait a minute. I think because we're so digitally versed now where it's not such a foreign concept, this technology isn't as scary as it was, you know, three years ago. I think that that is what's propelling all of this forward. And you're right. I you're that's that that's a really good answer because the visibility piece. Now you have all this noise out there. How do you rise above it? And then now you have players coming to the market that were execs, et cetera, and they know how to get stuff done. So how they're, they know visibility is important. I got to do it. I'll put the money towards it. So it's just, it's, it's fascinating. I think the next few years, what's going to happen because the technology is amping up and beca- let's face it, Lynette. I mean, we could do great videos. Um, I just created before I went on vacation, a, a mini course for a summit I'm in as a VIP gift. And I don't have it offered anywhere else. I did it for the summit. I did it in five hours. I created it. My VA edited it done easy peasy. And it was on zoom. The quality is great with the, the, um, you know, I have a Mac, but with the camera and everything, the, the quality is there. It's easy for uh, for us to create. Here's the thing. What do we create? How do we create it? What's going to be relevant? And that's why we need experts like you. <laughs> you know, it's it's great to think I know it all. I started my, my uh, intro, right, Lynette? I'm like, I don't know this stuff. That's why I have friends like you who are able to come on the show and guide my people, right, that are following me. Now, I, I heard another, uh, I've heard that every one of us does public relations, right? Are we all pros at it? Or are we like they're varying levels of how good we are at that public relations stuff? Well, absolutely. I mean, first of all, public relations is a vast, vast industry. I think of it like a golf umbrella with all the pretty stripes, right? And every stripe represents a different aspect of the industry and how people can get involved with it. For example, there's corporate PR, there's crisis PR, there's all sorts of different areas. So when we're thinking about all this, the the big piece is that public relations means we are all public relations pros because we are consistently relating with the public. So the thing to remember that kind of makes us 
you know, I mean, if you're not trained in PR, you haven't been working in the industry, you're certainly not an expert. And I, I would not go it alone. I would get some training Absolutely. from someone like me to get started yes. and get the basics so that you can move forward. But the thing to remember is there's different types of publics in public relations. There's your internal public and your external public. Now, your internal public that we have to remember to serve is our family. That's because as an entrepreneur, for example, your family's involved. I mean, they're directly affected by you as an entrepreneur. There's, there's also our employees, our virtual assistants, our, you know, other employees. If we have a virtual business that are across the country, if not around the world, we've got our current clients and our vendors. And all these people are affected by what we do. And then there's the external public. And that's really everybody else. That's your future clients. That's everybody on Facebook, on Instagram, on all the social media platforms. It's really vast. So how we communicate has everything to do with how we relate to the public. So yeah, we're all PR people at the end of the day. And it's critically important when you're a business owner to stay away from politics, to stay away from religion and, you know, topics that are extremely controversial because you can ex yourself out of getting publicity like you wouldn't believe. So, for example, let's say you're doing your own thing and you've got the foundation for doing PR and you've been doing a lot of political judgment and running people down that are not your, you know, that don't vote like you do and all of the things. And what happens is this, the media does their homework. So if you're taking sides or you're blurting out all of this stuff on your social media platforms and the media does their homework and they see that you're doing this, they don't want to interview you. So it's huge. And things like this are what, you know, people that are not versed in PR, they get stuck, they get hurt, and they don't understand why they're not getting any publicity. Sometimes someone will call you back and say, I'm sorry, but your opinions on your social media platforms are not something that we are accepting within our media so we're going to have to, you know, decline, you know, bringing you on the show or whatever it is. Now, you get really lucky if they tell you nine times out of 10, just they just hit the delete button after they do their research. Yeah, it's fascinating because I am appalled. I don't know if maybe that's too strong of a word, Lynette, but I more and more and more I am seeing on you know, Facebook, they're business owners that I'm connected because of business and rants about whatever's going on. And I have to tell you, I block them. I I just, and I won't do business with them because you're, listen, God bless your opinion. Everybody should have their opinion and their beliefs and their values. And I, I commend that, right. For being passionate about your opinions, but business, we, we have to be very, very cautious in how we, um, 
share our opinion as it relates to, and I, I like how you said the political and the religious, I think they're the two hot topics or COVID, the vaccine with COVID is another hot button that I, in my training personally, in my groups, we don't have conversations about that because it becomes heated and then people end up disliking each other or whatever, or something ridiculous. It doesn't matter whether you believe in the vax or not. It doesn't matter what I believe. You do what honors you. I do what honors me. We shouldn't have a conversation about it, but I'm seeing more and more businesses are using their platform, more celebrities are using their platforms to preach to people. And I, I, I personally, as a business owner, that is not the, that's not my platform. When I'm, when I'm teaching, it's always about sales or service or communication or podcasting or something that I know I'm really good at and I can help people get good at. It doesn't matter what my political or religious views are. So I think we have to be real cautious with that. And I didn't even think about because I kind of I'm Switzerland, if you will. I'm neutral with that stuff because I don't use my business platforms or voice my business voice to profess my my beliefs. Um, But I never even thought about that. I remember when my kids um, were in high school and I kept saying, watch what you're putting out on social media because you're going to be in college. Watch what you're putting on social media. When you go for that first job, they're going to vet you out. And and if you have pictures out there that are borderline, you know, inappropriate, who's going to hire you? So it, it's it's the same thing we're talking about. Everybody sees everything. We have to be really careful and make sure that the message we're sending out is consistent. Is that pretty much what you're you're saying? Yes, absolutely. And the and in fact, some people won't post about politics and personal, you know, getting too personal or COVID or you know, religion on their business pages, but they go gangbusters on their personal pages. Well, guess what? Just because you send it to your friends and you're not making your posts public, they can be found. Yeah. They can definitely be found. And you have to remember that many members of the media also have access to what's uh, we've all heard about you know the dark web and this is where they can really dig in and find out more information on you and and you don't and then also potential clients absolutely so we don't want to exnay ourselves away from absolutely. people that need us because right. they don't like how we think and all too often it gets found you know these things get found on the internet I, I agree. I, I Yeah, you're, you know, it's your personal page. I get it. But people are following you. You really, really have to be cautious. Again, same advice I gave my kids. Um, I give myself and I, you know, my clients are pretty cool that they understand the boundaries. So I think we're talking boundaries here. Yeah. Another question, another question, Lynette, you know, everybody listening, what are some practical tips for getting started with the media? Like, how do, how do I know what should I be on podcasts or should it be something else? Like, how do I know what media to go for? Well, first of all, podcasts are a wonderful way to get your feet wet Mm. and you want to focus. And you know, this too, you want to focus on the podcasts that are just starting out because they don't have a really wide audience yet. And they need people. They need people to interview And it's like a training ground. You have the opportunity to make a lot of mistakes and, and really, you know, find out where your strengths and weaknesses are when you're being interviewed and getting training. You know, it's so critical to get training and it's so easy now to find really great experts out there that know how to train you. I mean, even for me, I do a lot of training, a lot of media training, and it has to do with how you show up on camera, how your audio is, 
what your background is like. All of that is huge when we're learning about podcasts, but it can be learned and you can get out there faster. The other thing that I love to tell people about, and this is something that should be listed in the uncommon ways as well, and that is doing your media research. And people think, well, how in the heck am I supposed to find the right writer in Entrepreneur Magazine or whatever the case may be? Right. Well, it starts with consuming media. A lot of people don't want to do it. But the long and short of it is, if you want to get interviewed, if you want to get that publicity that exponentially grows your business, you got to consume. And part of that is consuming the right media, that ideal avatar. So the way to do that is how you search. So you start with those platforms where you want to be focused or where you want to be interviewed. So if you want to get quoted or get a feature with Entrepreneur Magazine, we'll just use that as an example. You want to find out who's writing features, what are they writing them on, and who's doing quotes, who's, you know, who's writing about my expertise. So how you do that is you go to the internet and you type in, let's say you're, let's say you are into video production. So you would say video production and entrepreneur magazine. And what's going to pop up are articles that are written in entrepreneur that have a focus on video production and in all of its facets. And then you start learning by reading those articles, who is a fit for you? Who writes like someone that you could really pair up with and do a feature or do a Q&A? And that's another place that the online media kit comes in because as part of the online media kit, you do a Q&A and I teach people how to do that effectively because when you find that media person that does a lot of features and we've all seen them, how many features do a Q&A? Oh my gosh, so many. So yeah. you're interested in this person. You follow them. You want to comment on their articles. You want to find out where they hang out on social media which by the way, I can tell you likely it's going to be Twitter. That's where the media goes. And you want to be patient. Sometimes that person writing the article will say, thanks for your comments. Sometimes they'll say nothing. And you want to keep doing that. When they realize that you are following them and you're commenting on what they're writing about and you're being thoughtful about it, not just, oh, great article. That's not going to get you anywhere. You want to pull pieces of that article out and make thoughtful comments about what you're reading. So you're building a relationship with someone in the media that you want to get interviewed by. And I can guarantee you over time, it will happen. Yeah, it's persistent, consistent behaviors, right, that you're talking about and implementing. And, and it starts by becoming a student, right, like you said, of consuming the information so you could figure out who do I want to be interviewed by or whose show do I want to be on or what magazine do I want to be in? We have to do a little bit of recon, right, to to get in there. And here's the thing. It was funny. um, Two comments I want to make. One, you said to be coached, right, so that you can move the needle faster. I remember when I started my podcast, 
um, the owner, we've become friends now because I've been podcasting for 11 years. But when I first started, one of the first times she coached me, she said, Connie, it's the New Jersey show. And I laughed because I said, well, who do you think I know? <laughs> I only know people from New Jersey and she, New Jersey. See, I even sound like I'm from New Jersey because I'm from New Jersey. But anyway, I said, to her, well, I don't know how to meet people outside of New Jersey to have on my show. Ironically, I'm telling you, Lynette, I don't know if you believe in um, the universe, like the universal laws and source and all of that. I'm a big fan. And I remember at night I was sharing with my husband after she coached me and I go, yeah, it's the Jersey show. I don't know what to do. He goes, what are you going to do? I go, I threw up my hands and I told the universe, can you bring me some people outside of New Jersey, please? Joking. Well, do you know, within two weeks, all of a sudden these PR firms started finding me because podcasting started to become a thing. I mean, this this is a decade ago, but it was really cool because the universe answered. But the cooler thing was now all of a sudden I had somebody from the UK. I had somebody from Hawaii, but here's the thing. I wouldn't even have known to look for that. What did I know? I hadn't been podcasting. So we need coaches. And that was the second comment I wanted to make. You know, I am a stubborn Italian. And the PR, the like, remember I said I had a media kit and a speaker's reel. I'm not that smart, Lynette. I'm just not that smart. So somebody told me I hired a coach and they're like, you need to do this. You need to do that. And they gave me some pointers to do it. We need people like you because I'm sorry. We don't know what we don't know. And the other thing is so many people teach that the online media kit, which, by the way, is typically a download. And then you break out the pages within your online media kit on inside the press room on your, in your, on your website. But the thing that I find gets lost in the wash is the level of professionalism that needs to go into an online media kit is really off the charts. If you're putting your press approved photos in your online media kit, you're losing some gusto because that should really be the written portion and there's certain things that go into it and then your downloadable pictures and some of these other things they go in the press room they're there the media can go and download it right then and there they don't have to read the online media kit if they don't want to so the whole goal is that we are here to serve the media not the other way around So many people get caught up in that. Oh, no, the media, you know, I'm an expert. They want to interview. No, we're here to serve the media and it's their writing and their interviewing and it's et cetera that boost our expertise and our credibility and make us the, you know, the the choice that people want to make in terms of who they want to work with. Yep. Because who would you want to work with? Someone that's getting interviews, that's showcased their expertise, where you can listen or watch or read what they are up to, and you see who they are and what they represent, or someone that has absolutely nothing on their website other than an about page or you know a more in-depth bio, and that's all they have, and testimonials and so on, which we all need. But who are you going to choose? Absolutely. If it were me... I'm going to go with a person whose expertise is out there in the media and whom I can really look up to as well. And we're out of time, but this is so important, Linda, because the 
the importance of this, of having the right PR can either make or break your website, make or break your business, make or break the um, invites you get. All of this is, I think, foundationally super critical. And when I started my business, you know, 21 years ago, I didn't even need a website. The game has changed, man. Um, changing the sales game. Ha ha. No, but the game has absolutely changed over the past decade um, because of the technology, because podcasting is a thing, because there are these virtual stages and our, everything is getting amped up. And if you don't have the right stuff loaded for access, easy access for people to vet you out, you're really shooting yourself in the foot. The value of this is, is crazy. So we're out of time, but guys, you need more Lynette. Let me just tell you, I need more Lynette. So email her if you have a specific question. It's Lynette at firetalkerpr.com. Go to her website, which is firetalkerpr.com. And you have a free gift about igniting visibility and increased profitability, right? Because everything we do, we want to spend money, but we want to earn that money. We want the return on time and investment to be exponential. Just briefly tell us what the free gift is, the downloadable, so everybody understands what the benefit is to them. It's ignitevisibility.net. And what it is, is a download that encompasses all sorts of tips and tactics on what you can do to get going, what you can do to support yourself in your exploration of getting publicity. I love it. And, and here's the, here it's easy peasy. Start with that and then email Annette maybe and go through some questions you might have for her. Um, I know you have programs, group coaching programs. You offer a multitude of things. So no matter where you are on your journey, Lynette will be able to help you um, with ease. So again, make sure that you go into the show notes. I, I will have the link there for you so you can download as well as Lynette's email and the website, which again is, I want to make sure I say it right, Fire talkerpr.com. We all need a little more PR in our life. Um, Lynette, thank you so much for being on and just sharing like so much good information. Love the statistics about 48% open businesses now. So the noise is going to get greater. How are we going to differentiate? How are you, right? My listeners, how are you guys going to differentiate you from the other businesses or the other people out there? And depending on what your role is, if you have a corporate job, um, we need people like you, uh, Lynette. So thank you so much for being on. Really appreciate great information. Thank you very much. It's again, been a great pleasure to be here with you. I uh, totally enjoyed it. It's funny because when I'm a novice on a topic like this, I, I am not a PR, I am, I am not a PR person at all. Right. I'd hire people to do it. Um, so that's number one, you got to hire people because we can't be good at everything and you waste time and you don't bring in the dollars that you could be bringing in by hiring a PR person or penny wise dollar foolish. So that was the first thing that I learned um, the hard way. So don't make the same mistakes that I've made peeps. And um, the second thing is the information you've given is just such a great starting point for us to be mindful and raise our awareness, plus the downloadable gift. Awesome. Thank you so much. Real, a real, real joy. Thanks, Connie. Yep. Good seeing you, my friends. Good seeing you as well. Always, always. And I hope you will join me weekly as we question, build and discover together that sales, whatever your business is, wherever you are in your career, I really hope my guests and I provide some tips, strategies, ideas, 
but use them, please. Information is a beautiful thing. If we do nothing with that information, it's simply information that's stored in our brain. Take some of the tips, take some of the ideas, start to look at the posts that you're putting. Are they controversial in any way? Um, Not that we want to be plain vanilla, but we want to stay in our lane and not be plain vanilla with our expertise, not our political or our religious views. So please um, check out uh, Lynette's information download. Um, Again, I hope that we have shared some ideas and tips that help you move the needle on wherever you are in your business and career. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in to Changing the Sales Game on webtalkradio.net with me, your host, Connie Whitman. As always, I am honored to have you on this journey with me, and I am honored that you tune in weekly. I hope that you take some of this information, apply it, start to look at your PR presence out there, make some changes, talk to Lynette, And I'll see you next week. Have a great one, everybody. I love you. Have a good one. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode. And while you're at it, please leave a rating and review and share it with your friends. Tune in every week for more exciting insights and strategies on increasing your business's ROI. And always remember, lead with heart and your sales will follow. 